Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. All right, we are live. Guys, this is the Difference Makers podcast. My name is Justin Tamani. I'll be your host today. Today we have with us Zach Rance. He's a certified life coach, a health coach, and an Ironman competitor. So welcome to the show, Zach. Awesome. Justin, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome. So tell me a little bit about how you got your start as a life coach and tell me a little bit about what that that detail is. Give me the background. You know, I feel like I've been coaching my entire life, been super passionate about personal growth and self-development, love reading books, love getting better, love working hard and investing my time, energy and attention into my own self. And it wasn't until the pandemic started in early 2020 did I start to try and make it a business. So it wasn't until around March of 2020 did I become a certified life coach, become a certified nutritionist. Um, I just knew that it was always my calling. I've always been the hype man. I've always been the motivator. I've always been a leader, even if I wasn't the best on the team, just you know, being there to help people when they're down. Um, and on top of that, the real value that I gain from life coaching isn't the compensation financially. It's the fact that I have this obligation. I have this responsibility to step into the greatest version of myself every single day because I can't tell someone to meditate and tell someone to wake up at 5 a.m. and tell someone to read 20 pages every single day if I'm not doing it myself. Um, And that's when the light bulb kind of flickered in my head. I'm like, wait a second. Not only can I turn this into a profitable profitable business, but I can also use it to continue to grind, continue to put pressure on my own personal growth and self-development. And uh, it's been amazing. And every single month gets better and helping people and changing lives and myself growing in the process is just the icing on the cake. Um, And then what was the second question? Sorry. How did, how did you, so how did you get your start with everything? Oh, oh, great question. How did I get my start? So, uh, the pandemic happened and I was watching too much news. There was a lot of uncertainty in the world. I was really scared for my life. I was scared for my family's life. I was scared that the world was never going to go back to the way it was. And, uh, my mental health was severely compromised because I was watching so much news. Now, if I didn't watch any news and I just lived my life and I went to the grocery store and saw people wearing masks, yeah, that'd be a little different. But when you're so consumed by the media and you're so inundated with uh, information on Facebook and Instagram of, of all these negative external circumstances with, uh, you know, pathogen, I don't even know what the science terms are, just like epidemics or pandemics or viruses or whatever they are. Right. Um, I was really scared and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be hyper aware right now and be like, look, I think that the reason why I'm so anxious and have all this anxiety is because I'm just watching too much news. And I went on my Instagram and I said, Hey guys, you know, this is a really tough time for all of us, obviously. And, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. And 
Side note, sidebar, uh, I've been talking a lot about mental health over the last few years on my Instagram to my followers because I went through a severe episode of depression in 2015 coming off of reality TV, and that's another story, but um, I told my followers, look, I'm, I'm going to be really vulnerable and transparent here. My mental health is is really at an all-time low right now, and I think it's because I'm watching too much news. So if you are feeling anxious or maybe your mental health isn't as sharp as it, as it was in the past, um, hit the link in my bio, let's have a chat. And obviously I, I had a lot of people booking chats and I had all these phone calls and they went so well. And I was being, I was able to provide a lot of value to the person on the other end of the phone. But the person that was really getting all the value here was this guy. Because the best way to learn is to teach. And by just listening to other people's problems and giving them a little bit of advice, I now was walking the walk, right? So that's how it really started and uh, just super grateful for all the opportunities. And, and also, though, you know, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit is that I took action. You know, I, I create urgency around everything. And, and one of the things we're going to talk about in the podcast today, obviously, is Ironman. And, yeah. you know, I'll tell you the story about that, but just like signing up getting a trainer and just tying my shoes, right? We got to create urgency around our goals if, if we want to see any results. So it's kind of how it happened. That's awesome. Yeah. I often tell like my clients like, Hey, just start, like, let's just start with something. Like you don't have to, you know, complete the Ironman today. Just start training for it or, you know, whatever they're, they're training for. But it's like, that's, that's awesome how you, you actually got your start because you, you just said, Hey, let's just have a conversation with, you know, all of the following that you have, you know, you have, you don't have a small following. You have a pretty big following on, on your socials. And you just said, Hey, let's have a conversation. Let's make sure we're, you know, we're all okay in this. And then uh, people just started to, to ring the phone. That's the best way to put it. Uh, hey, I give you a lot of credit for that. Cause I think a lot of people in your position wouldn't put themselves out there in that kind of vulnerable kind of way. Yeah. And, and then, there was no, there was no hidden agenda there. Like it wasn't like yeah. I was like doing this to leverage it into a business. It was just like, hey, you know, I got nothing else to do because I'm stuck at home. Let me see where this goes. And then it was like, hey, maybe this can be a business. And then just signed up to be a life coach, took action, passed the test, and here I am today. So, but thank you, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, that that little step towards your goals. And I mean, now I'm sure if you look back at at where you or how you started, you would give yourself very similar advice. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's awareness is super important. That's one thing I learned from my daily meditation is, is being hyper aware of my feelings, hyper aware of my thoughts, hyper aware of my choices and uh, the awareness that I had to realize that, you know, it wasn't that I was scared of COVID. It was that I'm watching too much news. There's nothing I can do about COVID. Uh, yeah. I'll stay in my house. I'll wear a mask and I'll mitigate the risk of me becoming infected by not going near people and stuff. But at the end of the day, um, if it's out of your control, why worry? And it was just the news and the media that was just making me so scared, you know? Yeah, there was a good period there where it was just very much like doom and gloom and nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew how dangerous this was. So the the news and the, the influx of just like catastrophe was like pretty strong. And that's kind of right around that turning point for you. Yeah, exactly. Right on. And it's okay. So you tapped on or you touched on, you know, Iron Man. You, you said, hey, I, you know, 
we're going to talk about this Ironman thing. You started training for the Ironman or how did you get into training to compete in Ironman? Because that's not just something you just jump into. Yeah. Great question. So one of my life coaching clients wanted to run an eight minute mile. And I said, dude, you can run an eight minute mile right now. If it was for a million dollars, you'd be able to sprint for eight minutes, you know, like it's, it's all mental. It's all mental. And I don't care if you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, like if it's for a million dollars, you know, you might be thrown up at the end, but you'll run an eight minute mile. So I tied my shoes. I said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to run this with you. And we was over the phone, but, um, I was like, I'll put my headphones in. You put your headphones in. We'll stay on the phone. You run your eight minute mile. I'm going to run it with you. And I hit, I hit my Strava because I didn't, have a, I didn't even know what Garmin was at the time. I didn't even know what a Garmin watch was. I hit my start on Strava, and uh, I ended up running a six-minute mile. And I'm, I'm a pretty fast dude, sprint-wise. I never was an endurance athlete. I've never ran more than two, three miles in my life. But a six-minute mile after not running for a couple years, I was like, eh, that, that was fun, too. Uh, so I go home. So what's the, what's the longest, hardest running race I could do? Obviously, marathon was you know, in my head, but I was like, there's gotta be something harder. Came across Ironman, watched a couple YouTube videos, uh, went to a couple Instagram pages about Ironman. And I just signed up on that, that day, paid the 700 bucks. And I signed up for, uh, Ironman Tulsa, which was May 23rd, 2021. Um, and this was back in August, 2020. So it gave me uh, a solid eight months to train, which was more than enough time. And, um, you know, paid the money. I hired a trainer. I bought a, uh, a, a smart trainer for my, my bike and, uh, bought some goggles and the rest was history. Now with those, were you, did you have a bike before you started? Did you, were you a swimmer in the past? Like, I mean, you said you ran a little bit, but yeah. you know, that's running a marathon at the end of a couple hours of biking and swimming. Right. So I did have a bicycle. My grandfather was a huge cyclist, huge cyclist. Um, He did a lot, a lot of thousand mile cycles in his life. Um, And he passed away in 2019. And the two things that I got from him when he passed away was his bike, which is a Trek. It's a nice Trek carbon fiber bike. Um, And his binoculars from World War II, uh, two of my most prized possessions to this day. And, uh, so yeah, I've been riding his bike and that really gave me the extra boost of motivation to really dominate this race that, you know, he was with me every time I get on that saddle, dude, like he's with me and I know he's watching me bike and I know he's watching me in the races. So, uh, that's how it happened. But, um, as far as context behind my endurance athletic ability, I was never a swimmer. I live in Florida though. You know, I'm at the pool five days a week. I go to the beach three days a week during summers. We go to the beach all the time. So I'm a, I'm a good swimmer. I'm a good swimmer. I was never a high school swimmer, anything like that. Um, and then biking, I I never really was that good at biking and I'm not that good at running. I've had two, two, uh, two ACL surgeries also. So running is not something that is, is easy for me in the first place, but with, consistency and proper recovery and a strong mental fortitude. You know, it's just like, it's not just the race that's hard. It's, it's doing the trainings day in and day out. You know that man, like to compete. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to talk too much. Oh no. I was just agreeing with you, man. Like the, 
what you're saying is right. Like I, I actually just posted on Instagram for, for Wadproof about the grind of training is, is all hidden. You know, like people don't see that grind. Yeah. You could be walking that 10 miles that day. You could be running and nobody, nobody's watching you, but you know what you're doing. You know mm-hmm. what you have to do. And that's mm-hmm. the big thing. Yeah. The, the training, I mean, it, it's all discipline and consistency, but with, with consistency, you can accomplish anything you want in life, whether it's learn a new language, you know, be, be great at the piano, build a eight figure business. I mean, with consistency, you can do anything. And I'm a huge believer in that. And I know that I'm not going to miss any of my training sessions, put the training plan in front of me, I'll get it done. And, uh, I think the biggest thing was not only getting faster and stronger and learning more about the three different events, but getting to the starting line with confidence, you know, like getting to that starting line and being like, yo, I trained my ass off. This is just another day. This is just another day. And that's, what's big for me is is confidence. I, I have a lot of confidence in everything I do, but when it comes to that, that race day, having the confidence at the, at the starting line that I did all my training sessions and I know I can run this race 140.6 miles. Um, that's what, that's what gives me the advantage over other people is that, is that mental fortitude with my confidence from doing my training every day. That's awesome. Now you, you mentioned a key thing there and you said, Hey, I got, I got my recovery on point. How do you balance your recovery with that volume of training with, you know, your work and running your business and creating your business. Cause it, you know, yeah. at the same time here, you're, you're growing your coaching business. Mm-hmm. It's just taking off. Yep. You're putting a ton of energy into training for this crazy endurance race. Mm-hmm. How did you balance everything or what did you do to give yourself that balance? The Wadproof Pro experience contains hundreds of training sessions that will boost your progress, whether you're a beginner or a pro. Start your seven-day free trial now and get access to all of our top-level training programs. Search the Wadproof app or click the link inside this episode description to find out more. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so re- recovery physically-wise, um, you know, cold plunges I do every single day. Um, I always got the foam roller within 12 feet of me rolling out my legs and stuff. Um, nutrition is obviously super important, but sleep. I think is one thing that, that I do not sway away from. Like I'm very loyal to my commitment on sleep and at eight 30 every night, my phone's off. Like my phone is literally off at eight 30 and I'm in bed by nine 15 and I'm asleep right away. I do wake up at 5. AM, but excuse me, I'm getting my seven and a half hours in every single day. And, and yeah. sleep is literally the most, not only important, but, um, missed, recovery that that a lot of people I think should really put more emphasis on. Um, And then when it comes to just time management skills with my business, training and recovery, um, gaining clarity on what's the most important thing. Uh, There's a a quote and it's um, the most important thing is keeping the most important thing, the most important thing. And to me, my most important thing is just being present, being healthy and giving all of me to everything I do. And ironically, Ironman has become the most important thing because when I keep my Ironman training at the forefront of everything I do, I definitely eat well around my training sessions. My time management skills have to be sharp. 
Um, and, and keeping the Ironman training first allows my business to continue to grow. It allows my recovery to stay very intentional. Um, so I, I think it is a balancing act and I think being ultra prepared, you know, 60 days out from every single day is really important as well. For example, um, you know, this summer I knew I was going into Ironman in November, but I took a, I took 45 days off of, of not really training, kept my base a little bit. I run three miles every couple of days and I go for like nice bike rides and, and still swim. But, um, it wasn't until 60 days out for 50 days out. Did I start really getting into my training? Um, and then I scale back on my business. I am not really doing, I'm not taking on any new clients right now. Um, and I'm just working with the ones I got right now because I don't want to put too much on my plate. Yeah. No, actually you said something there that, that re- really resonated with me. And that's, you know, when your training is on point, all the other things are there. And I, I feel like I'm the same way when I'm focusing on my training and I know, okay, you know, this is my session. This is my block. This is what I'm working on right now. My nutrition's better, my sleep's better, my recovery's better because I'm focusing and putting that energy on it. And that actually lines up my schedule for my whole day better because I know, okay, this is my gym time, this is my like work time, and everything just falls into place so much better for me. So, I mean, that that consistency and that routine and creating that routine, I think, goes a really long way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it translates to every other area of your life. You know, because I don't half-ass my training sessions, I don't half-ass my work. I don't half-ass my meditation practice. I don't half-ass the time that I'm spending with my family at dinner. So, um, it, ironically, Iron Man has become the most important thing in my life. Now, I'm not saying it's the most important thing that I value. I don't value the yeah. race of Iron Man more than my family or happiness or health or even money, honestly. Um, but at the end of the day, if I keep Iron Man the most important thing – everything else will like vertically grow. So that's that's why it's the most important thing. That's awesome. Now, and it sounds like you've created a pretty good routine in your life around that, but like, how would you give, what advice would you give to people who need to create a good routine or how would even create that routine? Cause I see, you know, I see online, you have a very specific, you know, regimen that you go through. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you talk about routine, the first thing that pops in my head is morning routine, but really nighttime routine is just important. So when we talk about morning routine and we talk about nighttime routine, we're really bookending our day, the beginning of our day and the end of our day. And being religious about your not only morning routine and nighttime routine will allow you to create a habit. And when your habit is created, you don't have to put so much mental attention on it. And when you don't have to put so much mental attention on it, you allow all that energy and attention and focus to be used for something more important. Um, and my routine changes. Uh, that's one thing that I've learned also over time is that it doesn't have to be written in stone. Your routine today, Justin, in the morning does not have to be your routine two years from now. And I used to be a 5 a.m. gym goer. I'd wake up at 4.30, be at the gym at 5 a.m., lifting weights at 5 a.m. Then I'd go to Starbucks and I would you know, post ads on Facebook for real estate and I would do my work, yada, yada. But for the last at least 18 months, I mean, even before Ironman, I stopped going to the gym at 5 a.m. I still wake up at 5 a.m., but I don't work out as soon as I wake up. So now it's 5 a.m. I wake up, I immediately make my bed, I chug water, I sit right on that couch and I meditate for 20 minutes. After I meditate, I read a book for about 20, 30 minutes. 
Uh, and then I write, I either write in my journal or I'll write a blog or I'll write a book. I'm working on a couple books right now. So I'll write for that at least 300 to 500 words. Um, and then 6.45, 7 a.m. starts the training. Either either run or bike outside. Um, and yeah. then right after that, I go right to the cold plunge and sauna. Stay in there from at least from around 8.30 to 9.45. Shower at the gym. Come home. 10 a.m. I'm home. From 10 to 12, I do two hours of ultra-focused work. Whether it's – I mean, I don't have, I don't take on any life coach clients until 11 a.m. purposely because 10 to 11, I like to just catch up on things, answer emails, go through my to-do yeah. list. Um, and then 12 o'clock, I break my fast. High-fat diet, avocados, eggs, spinach, all the likes. Um, and then my nighttime routine is super important too. Uh, about around 8.30-ish, lights go off. I turn on that light right there. That's like a very um, – low light and it's the only light that's going to be in my house i sit right on that couch i read my book for a little bit go into the bathroom brush my teeth wash my face uh i sniff a bunch of lavender essential oils i you know throw on some serum on my face just some lotion um and then i'm i'm in my bed so uh being religious about it around consistency is important but what you do and when you do it can change over time yeah yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got that absolutely dialed in. So your timing and your days is is dialed. So that's, I think, one thing that I think a lot of people can benefit from is creating that good routine and those good habits throughout their day. If there's one little piece of routine that you would say is like you're non-negotiable, like you have to do this one thing, like maybe you're traveling and, and you know, you can't necessarily get everything in, what's that non-negotiable for you? Meditation. Yeah, meditation. Just because I've seen the most results out of everything I've done, meditation has yielded the most results. And they're not specific. They're not quantifiable. You can't really do research or, or at least backtrack on how my life has changed from meditation. It's just something that you know, right? It's just it's intrinsic value. It's like I put a value on meditation that you or anyone else won't understand. Um, but that is my number one non-negotiable is meditation. Okay. And the, Hey, that's easy enough to do anywhere for somebody, for somebody who doesn't know like how to even start that, how to meditate or like what, you know, what that even looks like. Give, give, yeah. can you give a little insight into? Absolutely. Like, I can give a ton of insight. It's probably yeah. the thing I speak about the most on when it comes to my okay. YouTube and in my podcast, I interview a lot of consciousness coaches, a lot of mental health people and meditation. There's so many different intentions you can have behind a meditation practice. And to answer your question of like to anybody who's just starting or wants to meditate, the most important thing is that you do it. Meditation is a practice. You cannot succeed and you cannot fail. As long as you're meditating, you're meditating. And there really shouldn't be a specific goal in mind around meditation, but what you're trying to accomplish is being aware of your own awareness, thinking about what you're thinking about. So I sit on my couch and I've done a lot of different types of meditations over the last five years. I've been meditating every single day since about 2016, 2017. I've missed a couple days here and there, but to, to be fair to myself, I've, I've meditated every single day. Um, but right now I'm focusing on breath work meditation. So I sit there and I feel my breath and I put a lot of my mental attention and, 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 and focus on my out breath, my exhale through, through my mouth. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. But your monkey mind, which is our brain, that's going to be like, hey, Zach, you got to answer that email. Hey, Zach, go check Bitcoin price. Hey, Zach, you got to go to the bathroom. Hey, Zach, what are you going to do today? You acknowledge that thought that, hey, my mind's saying I got to check Bitcoin price. But wait a second. 
I acknowledge that. I see that thought, but I'm sitting here right now listening to the sound of my breath, and that's what I'm doing. And I go back to my breath, and it's like, hey, Zach, you got a bunch of shit to do today. Don't sit down and just look at the back of your eyelids. And I say, hey, I know I have a lot of shit to do today, mind. I acknowledge that. I'm aware of you. But right now, I'm sitting here right now listening to the sound of my breath. And after a couple times of bringing your attention back to your breath and bringing your awareness back to your no mind, they call it, right? Blank mind. Uh, yeah. You get into this, this feeling of, of just being, of, of stillness. You're just there because that's where you are. And the results of meditation are cumulative. It's not just like you get the results in those 20 minutes with your legs crossed and your, your hands on your knees. No, it, it translates to the rest of my day. I'm super focused at work and I'm super aware of my diet choices and I'm more present when I'm on the phone with my mom. So uh, meditation has been by far the most important thing that I do that has yielded the most results and it is a non-negotiable for me. Awesome. That is, I think that's good insight into that. So guys, if you, do you have any books or anything if anybody's interested sure. in learning more about it? Any, any books on meditation? You know what? what? I, I'm, not gonna recommend a book. I'm not going to recommend a book, but what I'm going to do this to anyone that, um, you know, wants to learn to meditate, go to lifecoachzack.com, enter into the thing that you heard me on the podcast. And I'd be happy to give you a free meditation session, guided meditation. And I can teach you guys personally, but if you don't want to do that, I just encourage you to sit with your thoughts and listen to the sound of your breath and do it for five minutes and uh, do it consistently. And I promise you, you'll see results. Throw that right in the description here. Yeah. Lifecoachzack.com. Oh. Perfect. Thank Good. You. All right. Now on the, on your Instagram, I saw a popular figure. I saw Gary V. Yes, the goat. Tell me a little bit about yeah, exactly the goat. Tell me how you met Gary V or how that came about, and you know what was your experience with him. He just seems like a very genuine guy. Super genuine guy. I have all the love for Gary V. Um, I was a huge fan, still am a huge fan of him. I don't consume as much of his content lately, but um, back in 2018, I was watching all of his podcasts. He was doing trash talk. He was you know doing the garage sale flipping. Um, he was talking a lot about marketing and, and being on every social media. And uh, I was just watching it religiously. And I learned a lot, not just about marketing and about growing and about branding, but I learned a lot about mindset in life. Because Gary Vee at the time, I think he was 42 years old. Um, and he's like, look, guys, you know, you guys think you put me on the pedestal. Yeah, I'm worth a hundred, whatever, hundred million dollars. And I got this huge company working with Chase and Coca-Cola and the biggest brands in the world doing their marketing. But what you don't understand is that I'm just getting started. This is just the beginning for Gary V. I promise. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, I do this because I love to do this. Like when I'm 95 years old, I'm still going to do this. I don't care about the money. I genuinely like, I'm like, I'm like, man, if I had something that I just love, like Gary V, I wouldn't care about money either. And then he start, started talking more about patience and he would talk a lot about humility. And at the time, humility wasn't really a word I understood. You know, I know what humble means, but I'm like, what is, what is humility? It didn't really make sense to me. You know, I read the definition and it still didn't really resonate with me. I didn't get a feeling of humility. Um, yeah. And I would just tag Gary Vee in all my stuff. I'm like, yo, love this video of Gary Vee. Love this podcast of Gary Vee to my audience. And uh, he would see it. 
He would literally see it. I, I would go to our DMs and it would show scene. I'm like, dude, he's he's seeing my shit. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna double down on, on posting about Gary Vee. I'm just gonna start posting about Gary Vee. And every single day I was tagging Gary Vee and all my stuff, right? Well, finally, he hit me back. And it was a group DM with Gary V, me, and Team Gary V on Instagram. And it okay. said, Hey, Zach, thanks so much for your support. Means a lot. Uh, would love to have you stop by the office if you want. And I responded with, um, let me know. I'll get on the next JetBlue flight to LaGuardia immediately. Right? I was like, yo, I, like, that's not schedule it. I'll just fly to New York right now. Yeah. I'll wait outside the bathroom. Like, I, I love <laughs> whatever. Um, and he's like, LOL, talk to my assistant. Long story short, we booked it for a day. It was like December 8th, I think, 2018. And uh, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't ask any questions. Like, I wasn't going to pitch him anything. I didn't want to sell him anything. I, was, I wasn't going to ask him for anything. I just wanted to tell him how much uh, his content means to me. I get there. Um, I see him. We shake hands. We take a picture. And I'm like, look, Gary, I got to tell you something, dude. First of all, I haven't bought any of your wine. I haven't bought, and I literally said this to his face. I go, I haven't bought your wine. I haven't bought your shoes. I haven't paid for any of your shit, but I've learned two huge life lessons from you. And I got his attention. He's like, what was that? I was like, patience and humility. I was like, I wake up super early and I love waking up. I love hitting the gym. I love working. I love putting deals together in real estate. Um, and you know, I'm going to be doing it till the day I die because it gives me purpose. It's something that I enjoy doing. I might not be super passionate about real estate, but let me tell you, it's fun to put a deal together, dude. It's fun to negotiate and it's fun to find a client exactly what they want. And, and long story short, I was like, dude, until I'm 97, I'm going to be waking up at 5am. So why am I in a rush to become a millionaire? And literally he was like, he, he turned to, I forgot who it was. He turned to his assistant. He was like, Hey, cancel my next meeting. Zach, sit down. I'm like, all right. I was like, bet cameras come in. And he's like, he's like <laughs> calling people in the cameras come in. And he's like, tell me more about that. And I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, clearly there's cameras on the move. But I just start talking. Um, and we ended up talking for like 30 minutes, dude. And it was only supposed to be a five minute, like quick meet and greet, but we ended up yeah. talking for like 30 minutes. I have all the content still on my phone. And uh, it was just, it was a really good time. Super great guy. Gave me a signed book. We took a picture together. And then he posted the video of me on his Instagram, which was super, super cool. That's amazing. Like one of those guys that sometimes I have a hard time with, with a lot of the, the, the motivating YouTube content out there, but he does it in such a way that that's like easy to absorb and it feels very authentic. And all of his messaging seems so ahead of the curve with what was out there at the time and, and still is like, he's thinking ahead. He's ahead of the curve and uh, man, you're saying that and it's like, okay, I want to go back and watch some of this stuff. I want to go back and, and look at more Gary Vee content. Cause I know when I was watching a bunch of it, it, it put me in a good place and it, you know, it got me to a place where I was like, okay, you know, why am I in a rush? What am I trying to work for? You know, are these things that I think I should be doing actually what I should be doing? And, you know, or is it just perception of like what everybody else is doing? And then it's just me there with, with my own thoughts because 
you know, I think they expect this from me and society says I should do that. And Gary's always been somebody who was like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, it's so, it's so ironic that you say that because he really taught me a lot about creating relationships and stuff and being authentic with your content. And at the time I was just posting pictures to get likes and be cool and like shirtless pictures and like, you know, just stuff that I saw other people that were popular doing. But then I really did a 360 in my content and in about 2019, I was like, let me just talk about the things I care about, which was mental health and nutrition and exercise and being healthy. You know, I'm not really competitive in the personal training exercise realm of social media, but I was like, yo, I like a lot about consciousness, uh, human optimization, uh, spirituality, and I started just posting about that stuff. And now, dude, you know what, bro, like especially over the last 30 days, Brands reach out to me so much more than they used to. And my engagement, my engagement is pretty good and it's better than it was back then. But brands reach out to me and it's literally brands that I want to work with. Like not like bullshit stuff. Like it's literally like, yeah. like I'm, I'm about to, I can't really talk about it too much, but like a brain activity tool that I'm going to be working with and a lot yeah. of like wellness supplements, like CBD and stuff that I actually use. And uh, it just, it just gives me a lot of conviction that I'm doing the right thing. And, and you said it best, like, are you doing the things that you should be doing? Or is it really just a perception of like you comparing yourself to other people? And and Gary V hit the nail on the head about, you know, whatever you love to do, whatever you want to talk about, do that and provide value and, and the rest will take care of itself. That's awesome. I think that's a, our, that's a good note to end on right there. Perfect. Zach, thanks so much for your time. Before we go, again, recap. Tell everybody where you are. Tell everybody where they can find you next. And if they want to find out more, give them a little Absolutely, Justin. I want to thank you again for having me on the podcast today. For all the people that are listening, you can find me at lifecoachzach.com. All my socials are there. You can book a meeting with me. Uh, watch my YouTube content from there, lifecoachzach.com. Justin, thank you so much again for having me on the podcast today. We should know about the best. If there's anything I can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Zach, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And, Bro, thank uh, you for having me on. Have a great day. Oh, you're welcome. No, I, I this was fun. This was really cool. fun. I'll see you soon, brother. Talk soon. Talk soon. With the Wadproof Pro experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side -side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students, and with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training, and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.